Just one touch from the Lord changes everything. We recount stories of Jesus touching people out of his compassion and people reaching out and touching him in faith. Come, expect his touch on your life. In our normal Sunday service, uh, this Sunday would have been a supernatural Sunday, what we call as a supernatural Sunday, uh, where the message uh, that we preach uh, is a very, very simple message uh, that is geared towards building faith in the hearts of people in order to receive healing, miracles, and deliverances. And that's exactly what we're going to do on this service today that, uh, that comes to you uh, through uh, digital uh, media. Now, you know, we have been doing a series on, uh, on, on being a disciple of Jesus. So we've covered two uh, messages on that, and they're available uh, you know, on, on the YouTube channel where you're watching, probably, or through our church website. They're all available, so you can, in case you missed those two, uh, you can go back and listen to them. Um, we will continue that next Sunday, so you, uh, make, please make sure you tune in uh, to the live stream next Sunday as we continue talking about uh, a disciple of Jesus Christ. But on the service today, we are going to talk about a God's uh, touch. Just one touch is what I'm, I'm, I'm calling uh, this message. Just one touch. You know, when the Lord Jesus walked on the earth, the Bible makes it clear that everything he said and did was a revelation of who God is. So, when God wanted to reveal himself to man, uh, who he is, uh, what he is like, uh, of course, in times uh, pri previous to that, he spoke through his prophets, and each prophet brought about, uh, brought a piece of revelation and said, God is like this. God is Jehovah Jireh. God is Jehovah Rapha. And some aspect of God, uh, God was revealing continuously through his servants, the prophets. But now, when Jesus came and he walked on the earth in bodily form, he was God, Emmanuel, with us. And everything he said and he did was an expression of who God is. And, uh, you know, uh, what I want to do today is just to focus on something that we see in the Gospels, in the four Gospels that record the earthly life of Jesus for us, uh, something very interesting. Uh, we notice that every time uh, that Jesus was moved with compassion and he touched people, and whenever he touched somebody, something happened in their lives. Just one touch and something happened. We also notice in the Gospels that sometimes people came to Jesus in faith and touched him. And just one touch in faith changed something in their lives. And that's what I want to focus on. You know, some of you who are watching this service, you, you may be sitting at home and uh, there, there's an area in your life where you want the Lord Jesus to touch you. Maybe it's physical. Maybe it's emotional. Maybe it's a situation in your life. And, and I want to encourage you that as you listen to the sermon today, your faith will be ignited. Your faith will be encouraged. So that at the end of the service, when we pray, my heart's desire is that you will experience the touch of Jesus in your point of need, in your area of need, whether it's physical, it's emotional, or any other miracle. And as we go through the various people that Jesus touched and what happened to them, I want to tell you something, that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And I believe in my heart that Jesus is the same to you today, right where you are, in your living room or wherever you're watching, that he will be the same to you as he was to these people that we talk about 2,000 years ago. Now, 
maybe you're sitting in your room and you're saying, you know, everything is fine. I'm glad Jesus already touched my life and he's, you know, fixed me all up very fine and I'm doing good. But maybe you know somebody, a, a relative, a close friend uh, who needs a touch. And as you're listening to this sermon and as faith is being stirred up in your heart, I want you to bear that person's name before God and say, Lord, I know this person. This person is close to me. Maybe a family member or maybe a very dear friend. And you bear their name throughout this sermon and say, Jesus, everything I'm hearing about you doing for other people, I want you to do it for so-and-so today. And at the end of this program, end of the service, when we pray together, I want you to bear their name so that they will experience the touch of Jesus wherever they are. They may not be with you right now. They may be in some other city or maybe in some other part of the world. But as you bear their name, let's believe God that one touch from Jesus will change everything in their lives. And I want you to stay in faith and also make sure that as you're experiencing something on the live chat, just say what the Lord Jesus is doing for you. You know, it'll be great for us uh, to receive your testimonies as and when it's happening. So make sure uh, if, if, when the Lord Jesus Christ touches you as uh, throughout this sermon or at the end when we pray, make sure you write your testimony on the live chat. You know, I was healed from this and this or this and this happened to me right now as I was listening to the message or as we were praying. It'd be great to receive your testimonies uh, while we're going to this. So Jesus, we see that, you know, in his earthly ministry, the Lord Jesus was moved with compassion and he touched people. And I want to just make a little journey through the Gospels and, and just observe Jesus as he walked on the earth and how he interacted with people and just one touch and what happened to the people. Uh, uh, in Mark chapter 1, uh, we read this about a leper who came to Jesus, you know, uh, 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 you can imagine his condition, his body ravaged by leprosy, an outcast, nobody wants to come near him, uh, nobody would even want to uh, care about him, but here somehow, you know, he sees all this big crowd around Jesus, and, and Jesus finished the Sermon on the Mount, and he's coming down the, the hillside, and somehow this leper gets to close enough to Jesus to say this to Jesus. He says, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. And this is what happens in Mark chapter 1, verse 41. The Bible says, Jesus moved with compassion, stretched out his hand and touched him and said to him, I am willing be cleansed. And the Bible says he was cleansed immediately. Now think about Jesus. He touched somebody that nobody else would have dared to even go nearby. Everybody would want to stay away from this person, but something's in Jesus. It says he was moved with compassion. He loved this man, and he touched him. And that one touch made this man clean. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And as you're watching this in your living room, or wherever you're watching from, Jesus is moved with compassion for you. Nobody may want to come near you. Maybe doctors have taken their hands off of you. Uh, uh, maybe your, you know, your caregivers are saying, look, this is beyond hope. But I want to let you know, Jesus Christ is there with you. And just as he was moved with compassion, He's moved for the leper. 
He's moved with compassion for you, and he will touch you. And that one touch will make all the difference. In, in, in Matthew chapter 8, you know, Jesus is, uh, has, a, you know, has uh, he just uh, met with the centurion, uh, and then he's on his way, uh, and he comes to Peter's house in Capernaum. And as he enters Peter's house, uh, he finds out that Peter's uh, wife's mother, Peter's mother-in-law, was sick of a fever. And she's laid down there. And the Bible tells us here in Matthew 8, verse 15, he touched her hand and the fever left her and she arose and served them. Matthew 8, 15, he touched her hand and the fever left. You know, whatever sickness and disease is in your body, it may be something small, it may be something serious, but one touch from Jesus, he touched her hand and the fever left. He touched her and her disease left. He touches you and your disease leaves. And that's what will happen today because we believe in that same Jesus. You know, there were two blind men in Matthew chapter 9. Verses 29 and 30, they heard about Jesus, and, and uh, I'm assuming somebody was helping them move around, and uh, you know, they said, hey, Jesus is passing by, shout, shout, Jesus passing by. And so here were these two blind men, and they began to cry out, the Bible says, son of David, have mercy on us. Or if you want to put it in simple English, they were crying out saying, son of David, have compassion on us. Oh, do something good for us, extend your goodness to us. And Jesus stopped. And he said, do you believe that I'm able to do this? And they said, yes, Lord. And here's what the Bible records in Matthew 9, 29. It says, he touched their eyes, saying, according to your faith, let it be to you. And their eyes were opened. It says, he touched their eyes and said, according to your faith, let it be done for you. So there Jesus touched them, but he was touching them, connecting with them at their point of faith. And that's what I want to encourage in our hearts today. As we have faith in, God, in the Lord Jesus, and He, in His mercy and His compassion, touches us, that's the connection point. When our faith connects with His compassion, something happens. He touched them. He said, according to your faith, let it be done to you. I want to encourage your faith. As we recount these stories, let faith arise in your heart. And I want you to be fully convinced that what Jesus Christ did for them, He will do for you. Because the Bible says that God is no respecter of persons. He doesn't have favorites. He doesn't just do something for some people and says, you know, I won't do it for the others. No, He is no respecter of persons. That everywhere, when people reach out to Him in faith, He will respond the same way to each and every person. You know, in Matthew 17, uh, on the Mount of Transfiguration, we have Peter, James, and John. They're up there on the mount, uh, and uh, they, you know they have just had a powerful encounter with God, and it must have been so scary. It it, it must have really you know scared them. The Bible tells us they were so afraid when they encountered uh, the very presence of God. God's presence came like a bright cloud and there was a sound from heaven saying, this is my beloved son. And they were completely scared. But in that moment, here's what Jesus does. In Matthew 17, verses 6 and 7, it says, when the disciples heard it, they fell on their faces and were 
greatly afraid. But Jesus came and touched them and said, Arise, do not be afraid. You can imagine this. Just try to imagine this. One touch from Jesus, it calmed their fears. It, it, just, it, just, it, was, it just changed the whole uh, moment in the, for them. You know, perhaps they thought, you know, that's it. We are dead. We are not going to leave this place alive. We've come too close to God or something like that. But Jesus touches them and their fears leave. And I believe today, right where you are in your home, if there are things that have been troubling your mind, fears, whatever it is, one touch from Jesus can bring a great calm, can bring a great peace uh, into your life. There were two men sitting outside of Jericho in Matthew 20, verse 34. It talks about, you know, Jesus coming down this Jericho road, and here were these two men. Uh, and they heard the sound uh, of a crowd passing by. And somebody tells them, hey, it's Jesus of Nazareth. He's passing by. The healer is passing by. The, the one who's making blind eyes open is passing by. And so these two blind men cry out saying, son of David, have mercy on us. Now the people tell them to keep quiet. The people say, don't make all this noise. Be calm. Be quiet. But Jesus stops. He calls these two men to come to him. He asks them, what do you want me to do for you? And they said, Lord, we want to receive our sight. Now you can just imagine if you put yourself in the place of these two blind men. You know, this was the moment of a lifetime. Perhaps their entire life, they were hoping somebody would do something to give them their sight back or to give them their eyesight. And here was their moment. Jesus was right there. The one who could open their blind eyes was right there. And, and even though the crowd tried to you know, suppress them. They cried out. And when Jesus asked them, what do you want me to do for you? They said, Lord, we want to receive our sight. And here's what Jesus does. In Matthew 20, verse 34, it says, once again, Jesus had compassion and touched their eyes. And immediately their eyes received sight and they followed him. Jesus was moved with compassion and he touched their eyes and immediately their eyes received sight and I want to show you this morning that Jesus Christ is the same he's once again he is moved with compassion towards you perhaps there is a situation in your life but you've been waiting for a long time to have changed to have you know a turn around. And, and, and today, as we pray, I believe that Jesus Christ will be moved with compassion for you and will touch you in that area of your life. For these two blind men, it had to do with their eyesight. Maybe in your life, it's another situation, another circumstance. It could be healing. It could be deliverance in your mind, your emotions, or it could be some other area that you've been waiting to have change. You're waiting to see an intervention. Today is your day. Today, as we pray together, we will believe Jesus, that he will have compassion on you, and he will touch you, and everything will change. We have so many examples. There was a deaf man in Mark 7, verses 33 and 35. Here was a deaf man. He couldn't hear, and he had, he had an impediment in his speech, and they brought him to Jesus and Jesus does the same thing. He puts his fingers in his ears. He touches and he, he puts spit and he touches his tongue. And immediately his, uh, uh, his ears were open and his tongue was loosed and he began to speak. You know, and we read about many other instances where Jesus touched people and things 
happened. There were little children whom they brought to Jesus, and Jesus laid his hands on them. He touched them, and he blessed them. When he comes into the city of Nain in Luke, the seventh chapter, as he's getting into the city, there's a funeral procession going by. A, 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 a lady who was a widow has just lost her only son, and Jesus touches that uh, casket, and this young man is brought back to life. One touch changed her entire life. You know, what is interesting is in Luke 22, just before Jesus was apprehended by the Roman soldiers, when they came to apprehend him, one of the disciples, Jesus cut off a soldier's ear. And at that moment, when Jesus himself is being, you know, was, was about to be apprehended and taken to be crucified, he touches this ear of the soldier and heals it. You know, it tells us so much about the compassion and the goodness of Jesus. You know, when Jesus touched people, things changed in their lives. But we also see, as I mentioned, the other side, when people came to Jesus and touched Jesus. And I want to just bring our attention to a few instances in the Gospels when people came to Jesus and they touched him. I want to talk about that because I want to encourage you that by your faith, you reach out and you touch Jesus today. And when you make that connect by faith, things will happen. So here's a very well-known incident in the Gospels. It's this woman with the issue of blood. You know, she uh, had, had this problem for 12 years. And for 12 years, she was reaching out for help to the point where the Bible says she had spent all her money on, on, on doctors trying to recover. You know, that shows uh, her her desire to be well. She desired to get better. And of course, she had the means to do it. And she was making every effort to try to get help uh, to, uh, to be relieved of her condition. And then she hears about Jesus. She makes her way to the crowd. And this was her faith. She said, if I will touch his clothes, the edge of his garment, I will be made well. And so we read about this in Matthew chapter 9, verses 20 and 21. It says, A woman who had a flow of blood for 12 years came from behind and touched the hem of his garment. For she said to herself, If only I may touch the garment, I shall be made well. Jesus turned around. When he saw her, he said, Be of good cheer, daughter. Your faith has made you well. Her faith, her touch, and she was made well. And I want to encourage our hearts today that you and I can do the same thing. Let me just make a mention of a few more instances and then we're going to pray. In Matthew chapter 14, verses 35 and 36, it tells us about great crowds of people. It says, when the men of that place recognized him, they sent out into all the surrounding region, brought to him all who were sick, and begged him that they might only touch the hem of his garment, and as many as touched it were made perfectly well. People were coming and saying, Jesus, all we want to do is want to just touch you. I mean, just try to imagine that scene. Jesus is walking. There are crowds of sick people, and they're all having one request. Jesus, we just want to touch you. Now, what if you were in that crowd? What would you have done? Would you have stood there and said, hmm, maybe it's for them, not for me? Or would you have stood there and said, you know, theologically, reason yourself out of this? 
No, I'm sure that if you were in the crowd, you'd have done what the crowd was doing. You'd have gone with that same faith, and you would have said, if I will only touch the hem of his garment, I will be healed. And that's what the crowd was doing. They, they only touched, wanted to touch him. And it says here, as many as touched it were made perfectly well. The same thing is true today. As many or everyone who touches Jesus will be made well. Everything will be made all right in their lives. And I want you to know that you can, it can happen to you today that as you touch him. In Mark 3 verse 10 it says he healed so many uh, so that as many as had, had afflictions pressed about him to touch him. People were pressing in to touch him. And I want to encourage you, you press in to touch him today. Your faith will connect with him and you will be able to receive. In Luke 6 and verse 19 it says that great multitudes, a whole multitude sought to touch him. For power went out from him and healed them all. They all sought to touch him because the power of God was going out of him and healing multitudes. You know, the, the, the Bible tells us that when people touched Jesus, they received a, a, a change, a miracle in their lives. The beautiful thing is this, that Jesus even allowed sinners to touch him. You know, even sinners can touch Jesus in faith. You know, you might be saying, well, you don't know the kind of life I've lived. You know, I really messed up. Uh, I did things I should not have done, or maybe I was not responsible. I failed to do what I should have done. You know, all of us, you know, have messed up at various areas of our lives. We're not perfect. And so sometimes that holds us back. We think we are not worthy. You know, I'm not as good as so-and-so. I mean, that person reads his Bible and prays, and maybe that person can reach out in faith and touch. And you might not think yourself as worthy, but I want to help you. You know, in the Bible, the Bible talks about in Luke chapter 7, a woman, uh, uh, you know, Jesus had gone to the house of a person. They were sitting for a meal. And here comes this woman who makes her entrance into this, into this house, uninvited. And, and just because she hears that Jesus is in that house, and she comes there. And, and, and she begins to, you know, cry at the feet of Jesus, weep at his feet. And she's wiping uh, 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 his feet with her hair. And, and, and here's the response. It says in, in Luke 7.39, it says, when the Pharisees who had invited him, saw this, he spoke to himself, saying, This man, if he were a prophet, would know who and what manner of woman this is who is touching him, for she is a sinner. You know, the, the person who invited Jesus, he was a Pharisee, a religious person, uh, and he was saying, you know, uh, if Jesus was a prophet, he would have known that this woman who was touching him was a very, very uh, uh, a sinful woman. She did not have a good name. She did not have a good life. Uh, people knew her. But Jesus was allowing this woman to touch him. You know, and at the end of it, I'm just going to get into the last verse that it says, Jesus said to this woman, your faith has saved you. Go in peace. Jesus allowed the sinner to touch him. And then he told this woman, your faith has saved you. Your faith has changed your life. Your faith has done something in you uh, that, that none of these religious people could do for you. Your faith has changed you. Go in peace. And I want to encourage you. It doesn't matter what kind of a life you've lived. Today, 
as we bring this message to you, as Jesus Christ is waiting and is full of compassion, your faith can bring healing into your life. Your faith can cause something to change. Jesus allows sinners to reach out to him in faith. And a, a miracle can take takes place when his goodness and our faith connect. This moment is a very important moment. We are going, getting ready to pray. And uh, I want to encourage you. When his goodness connects with our faith, a miracle takes place. God is good to all. He's, he's good to you. His goodness extends to you. And you just have, you and I just have to reach out in faith. You, know, you can touch Jesus and you can receive his touch. Jesus is ready to touch you. And you can touch him with your faith. You know, just one touch will change everything. I want to show you that one touch from Jesus will change everything in your life. Whether it's healing, or whether it's emotional healing, whether it's a miracle that you need in your life situation, one touch from Jesus will change everything. And that's what this service is about. That one touch, that one touch that you need to heal, that one touch that you need to break the yoke of sickness out of you, that one touch that you need to work a miracle in your life situation, that's what we want to ha see happen for you as we pray. Now, I want to just highlight what you and I must do. You know, this woman with the issue of blood, there are four things we see in her life. First of all, she heard about Jesus. You know, faith came into her heart when she heard about Jesus. People told her about Jesus. And on this service today, we have mentioned to you about the many things Jesus did while he ministered to people. And that would have built faith in your heart because faith comes by hearing the word of God. So we encourage you, as you've heard, you know, faith is, is, is ripe in your heart. Faith has risen in your heart because his word produces faith. Now, this woman heard the word, then she believed. She said, yes, Jesus is my healer. Jesus can do this for me. If he's done it for others, he can do it for me. And right where you are, I want you to know that if you will believe, he will do it for you. Then she said, the third thing she did, she said, she said, if I will touch him, I will be healed. If I will touch him, I will be healed. If I will touch the hem of his garment, I will be healed. She announced her faith. She declared her faith. And I want you to do the same thing. As we begin to pray, you say, Jesus, I know if I touch you, I will be healed. I know one touch from you will change my life. I want you to say that. And Lord, I'm expecting your touch right now. And the fourth thing is this. She acted her faith. She went out through the crowd and she touched the edge of his garment. And today, when we get ready to pray, I want to encourage you to act your faith. I want you to do something that, that, that will show Jesus that you believe that he will heal you. And I'm going to give some instructions uh, as we get ready to pray. Now, to help us, Prepare for our time of prayer and ministry. Uh, our worship team is going to sing for us uh, that wonderful old chorus, He Touched Me. Now, I want you to sing it with the worship team. I want you to make that song your song as you expect the Lord Jesus to touch you. Don't just let them sing it. You sing it with them. Make it your declaration. Just like the woman who said it, you sing it that He 
touched you, that he will touch you. Or maybe you're bearing somebody else's name before the Lord as, we, as the worship thing sing, sings that song in your mind, in your heart. You say, Jesus, touch this person. Touch their life. You know, it may be healing. Maybe they need to be set free from Problems. Maybe they need to be set free from other bondages. As the worship team sings this song, I want you to bear their name and say, Jesus, touch them. Let this be a moment for you through that song that you will release your faith, whether it's for yourself or whether it's for somebody else. And once the worship team is done with the song, I will come back. We are going to pray together. And that's the moment I want you to Act your faith. I want you to believe that at that moment, Jesus Christ will touch your heart, your life, uh, whatever that you need. Uh, uh, you know, whatever is in your body will be healed and your mind will be set free. That miracles will happen. I will be right back after we worship together with our worship team. Now's the time we're going to pray. You know, uh, thank God that we could worship together. Thank God for our worship team. Uh, and he touched me. That's your declaration. You know, I'm going to pray from here. But Jesus Christ is present with you. 
right where you are. He's there in the living room. You know, if there is a sick person right there in your living room, and if there are other believers, I want you believers to get up on your feet. And I want you to get around that person who needs healing. Maybe you have somebody in the room uh, uh, next door uh, who's lying on a bed uh, and who needs healing. I want you to go there right now. As we pray from here, I want you to stand right next to that person. Lay your hand on that person. And we're going to believe right now that the very presence of the Lord will come into that room and Jesus Christ will touch that person just as he did for all these multitudes of people who came to him that he touched them or they touched him and a miracle took place or maybe you're bearing the name of somebody and as I pray from here I want you to lift their name up and say Jesus this moment do the miracle for that person you know and as we are praying and believing God I want to encourage you to do something you could not do you know we are praying and believing that healing will come into your body. Uh, do something. We need to check your body. Uh, and as you are, as we are praying, you begin to do something you couldn't do. Get up off your bed. Uh, if you were laid down, if you, are, if you were not able to walk, try to start walking. Do something. And let's believe God for a miracle in your life. Now, the miracle could be in some other area. But as we pray, expect Jesus to touch you. Father, we thank you for your holy word, that this, your word is truth, Father. And Lord, we have proclaimed your word to the people watching, people listening right where they are. And you are God over this world. You are present with each one of them by the power of your Holy Spirit. And God, you are bigger than any disease. You are bigger than any infirmity. You're bigger than anything that the devil has done and you have given us that name which is above every other name that name of Jesus and in that matchless powerful name I stand with every person who's watching and listening and in the name of Jesus I command sicknesses and diseases to leave I command every yoke of the enemy destroyed and broken I command healing to come into their lives to come into their bodies now in the name of Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit and let the touch of God come upon you now. Lord Jesus, touch every person watching. Touch every person listening. As they reach out in faith, let their faith receive your touch. Let the miracles of God take place in their lives. Let blind eyes open. Let deaf ears hear. Let dumb mouth speak. Let paralysis leave and arthritis leave in the name of Jesus. Lord, conditions that are in their bodies, chronic conditions, diabetic conditions, let it leave in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray your supernatural touch, those battling cancer, let cancer leave their bodies now. Let every cell in their body be perfectly whole in the name of Jesus. From the crown of your head to the sole of your feet, be made whole in Jesus' name. Lord, organs that have been ravaged by disease, right now replace them. Give them new organs in their bodies in Jesus' name. Let the power of God flow into their bodies, giving them new organs because you are the miracle worker. Lord God, I pray for people with, whose blood has been affected in the name of Jesus. Let, let their blood just be made clean 
cleansed and be made whole. Let all the parameters in their blood just come to normal in the name of Jesus Christ. People with problems in their bones, bones that have been injured, damaged, let bones be healed, made whole in the name of Jesus. One touch from you, Heavenly Father. One touch from you upon their lives. Let them receive your healing. We give you thanks. We give you praise. I want to encourage you. This moment, act your faith. Begin to check your body. Begin to do what you could not do. You see, sometimes there is feeling, but we are not praying for feeling. We are praying for healing. So sometimes the healing happens without any feeling. So don't worry whether you have a feeling or not. You've got to examine whether the healing has taken place. So do something to check your body uh, for healing. Has it been whole? Uh, do something. Now, some of us may, you know, some of you may have to go to the doctor to get checked. We uh, believe uh, in, in, in medical doctors. Thank God for them. So please go and get checked. You know, uh, let them tell you that you are fine. Uh, and then you can write in and share your testimony. If something has happened right now, on the live chat, type it out. Somebody can do that for you. T type it out. Just say, this is what has happened. So we can celebrate together. Whatever that healing is, type it out on the live chat, you know, and the community that is watching, that's listening, can celebrate, can give praise to God right from where they are. They can raise their hands and praise God. They can give their praise to God from wherever they are and let praise be lifted up uh, all over the place, over the city, over the nation, over the nations, unto Jesus for the, your healing, for your miracle. So share it on the live chat, a healing that has taken place right now. You know, we are going to get ready to close. But what we would like to do is this. If you are somebody who's never given your heart to Jesus Christ, maybe you sat together with your family today, you know, because uh, you couldn't go out anywhere, and so you sat down with them, and you heard the whole service. But, and you feel in your heart that you want this Jesus to come into your life. So the Bible is so clear. The Bible tells us that we all need a Savior because we are all sinners. And uh, as sinners... Our sins are taking us to hell. But God loves us so much that he sent his son Jesus to die for us on the cross to pay the price we had to pay for our sin. Jesus was buried, he rose up again, and he ascended into heaven. The message of the Bible is very simple. The message of the Bible is this, that we who are sinners, if we believe in what Jesus did for us on the cross, God is ready to forgive us and bring us into his own family, make us sons and daughters of God. That's a simple message. But we've got to decide to believe in Jesus and let him take charge of our lives. If you've never done that, I want to pray with you. I want to lead you in a simple prayer. Right there, maybe in your, among your friends or with your family members or wherever you've been watching, I want to lead, lead you in a simple prayer so that you can receive Jesus into your life, that today he will become your Lord and your Savior. I'm going to lead us in a prayer. And after that, I'll make some announcements, and then we will close with the benediction. If you've never prayed a prayer to receive Jesus into your life, you're welcome to join me in this. Let's just pray together. If you've never done this before, say this with me right where you are. Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. I ask you to forgive my sins. I believe you died for me, that you rose up again that you are alive today. Come into my life. Be my Lord and be my Savior. Help me to follow you and you alone 
the rest of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, if you've done pray that prayer for the very first time, and, 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 and you're wherever you are, if you can, go on the live chat and mention, I prayed that prayer. You know, people all over who are watching or listening, when they see your message, they're going to celebrate with you. So if you don't mind, if you'd like to, just go on the live chat and say, you know, I prayed that prayer, and, and I received Jesus today, or I, I received him into my life today, you know, we will celebrate with you. It will just be our honor to, to, you know, to know that somebody there has given their life to Jesus. So if you don't mind, share it on the live chat. Now here are some announcements before we close, you know, as we mentioned earlier, uh, if you'd like to share your testimony, uh, send an email to testimony at apcwo.org. That uh, email ID will be on your screen right now. So send an email to testimony at apcw.org. Share with us what the Lord has done and that we can share your testimony to, uh, to others. Uh, of course, we will not mention your name. We'll keep your personal details confidential, but we'll talk about what God has done for you so that others can rejoice and be encouraged in their faith. So make sure you send your testimony there. Uh, for those of you who are in Bangalore, our church family. Now remember, we are here. Uh, we have an 800 number that you can call uh, if you need help, you need some counseling, you need prayer. Please, uh, even though we are not meeting, uh, remember you can reach out for help. So call that 800 number anytime you need uh, somebody to pray with you. Or you can email membercare at apcw.org so that you can reach out to us and then we can respond to you uh, if you need any help as we navigate through this season. And remember to use our free resources. There's our church app. You can search for all people's church Bangalore uh, uh, on the app or Google Play stores, download the app and a lot of resources on the app that you could use, a daily devotional that comes to you. You can go to our church website, apcwo.org slash sermons uh, to listen to sermons. If you'd love to read, you can go to our uh, publications page, apcwo.org slash publications, download those books and read. Keep yourself strong, stay strong, stay full of faith, stay in the peace of God. Let's journey through this. We will come out victorious. Let's receive our benediction. Thank you once again for joining us. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, our Heavenly Father, and the sweet fellowship of His Holy Spirit be with each of us always. In Jesus' name, amen. Until next time, God bless you. See you again.